everyone, and welcome to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal, the show that switches on when the torches go out. Now, we have a lot to talk about this week, so make sure that you're up to date. If not, you might want to take a pause and catch up on Template because we're about to reveal some big spoilers. Now, I'm your host, Nathan Morris, and joining me, as always, is the man himself, the legend... He's wearing my shirt this week. Luke Toki! Ring-a-ding-ding, it's the king! Hey, mate! Hey, Luke, it's been a huge week on Australian Survivor. Uh, we're seeing a lot of tension build up between the tribe mates and the teams are dividing into alliances. So which players are standing out to you? Look, once again, King George mm. is uh, making his mark on the game. Love him. He's uh, unpredictable. He's I awkward. Like, I like unpredictable, yeah. and he's also, as you said, a bit awkward, but he, I think he uh, has good game awareness. He understands where he sits in the tribe. His social game is gaining traction. Yeah. He's bringing across Baden. Yes. You know, unlikely How the there. hell did that happen? Uh, that, that's what you need in a good game of Survivor, is unlikely alliances. Um, what I really like about um, George as well at the moment is he's emotionally on a cliff and he could fall at any minute and I just can't wait to take the plunge with him. <laughs> yeah, Do yeah, you think? Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Now, we'll dive into that a little bit deeper, but first, let's look back at the big week of Survivor. It's a new week and George is feeling on the outer. I've been on the outs since day Dot. George decides it's time to hunt for an idol. As Baden keeps a careful eye on George, he stumbles across a clue. Very, very good. This doesn't stop George from finding the idol. This isn't MacGyver. It's Survivor, and the only thing that matters is this. Once again, brain win immunities. Sending Braun to the Tribal Council. Shannon proposes that it's time for Simon to be eliminated. Benny spills the plan to Danny, but Danny is in an alliance with Simon. Simon has other ideas. At Tribal Council, Jonathan gathers the vote and it's tied between Simon ben. and Benny. We're tied. The tribe mates re-vote and Benny is sent packing. Spirits are running high for Simon after finding not one, but two hidden immunity <laughs> idols. I am unstoppable. He may have found a big advantage, but it didn't go unnoticed. Back at Brain's camp, George forms an unlikely alliance with Baden and fills him in on his secret. And I'm going to unleash him to cause chaos. George struts into camp, showing off his new shiny accessory. Nice necklace, Georgie. I know. Does it suit me? It's been a long time coming for the Braun team as they finally win an immunity challenge. Yes, sending brains to the Tribal Council. George wants to vote out Laura while Joey plans to flush George's idol and blindside Mitch. To George's surprise, Mitch. Joey's plan pays off and Mitch is sent home. Joey takes a shot. The following day, Braun win the reward challenge and choose Joey to join them in eating their prize back at camp. Oh, I to win. Feeling strong, Braun win immunity. Yes. Which means another night at Tribal Council for the Brains Tribe. While George and Kara chat strategy, Kara spots a hidden immunity idol. 
Ways persuaded by the major alliance to vote with them at tribal council, but Cara, George and Baden decide to play hot potato with their idol to get Way back on their side. Cara shockingly plays her idol for George. What? In tears, George is saved, but Cara and George's names are on oh. the chopping block. Georgia. The tribe revote and Cara is eliminated. Cara. Before she can leave, Cara is met with a surprise. <laughs> wow, a lot of big moves have been played this week, haven't they? Now, to help us dissect the week that was, Survivor aficionado Shannon Gus is joining us from Melbourne. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you for having me. What another exciting week of the show. I'm not going to lie, I shed some tears at the end with Cara and George. It was a lot. I was crying. Oh, it was an emotional yeah, was time, emotional. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it touched me in my my heart. Yeah, deep inside Remember me. That, 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 that cold, thing, dead body of that, that thing that you leave at home when you go on TV. Like. You do, especially to play Survivor. Now, Luke, if you were George, um, you would have worn your immunity idol around your neck at camp, or would you have kept it hidden? Ooh, look, I would have potentially worn it, but I don't think at that time. Mm. Uh, he uh, is a bold player. Mm. Uh, he likes to make a statement. I think he's come out guns a-blazing. You know, he thinks that he could potentially go home, so why not go home, you know, with with a bit of style? Um, it's 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 a really big move. Any Anything that's different than, than the straightforward game of Survivor that people try to play sometimes... Um, uh, you need people like George. You need him to mix it up and, uh, yeah. you know, create doubt. Shannon, what, what do you think about George walking around with his new accessory around his neck? Yeah, I mean, I think there were two big moves that George could have made, and he kind of made half of each, which made it not make much sense. The one thing he could have done is told no one except his allies. Then he plays the idol. So at that point, if no one knows, you have the element of the surprise. You just idled out whoever you want really big and effective move. Or he could have worn it as he did. But if you're going to wear it, then you have bought yourself implicit immunity. No one is voting for you if they can't split the vote, which they couldn't, if they think that you might play it. That fear enough has saved you having to play the idol. So I think wearing it and losing the element of surprise, but then playing it as well, he kind of did nothing with it. And then he didn't have his idol for the next time. So I love George. I'm so invested. I love you know, the way he approaches the game, but maybe a little bit of finesse that he could have had with that strategy. I just think George is one of those people that if you bought your birthday present, he'd tell you within five minutes what it is. I just think he needs to, <laughs> yeah. needs to let everyone know what's happening with him. Now, look, in the end, Simon got the numbers to vote out Benny. So how does this place him in Team Braun? Is he still a threat? Sure. Um, look. Ooh, look, you know, Simon is... Uh, he's a strong player, you know. They still want to keep him around. Uh, he is... You, you can watch him in challenges. He's one of their best-performing, you know, brawn players. So, you know, I hope he stays around. He he has played this really well. You know, he's picked up two idols now. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, so yeah. he's, he's, he's rolling, you know, with two idols. One has been seen... So if, if he's in trouble and hopefully he doesn't get blindsided with two because that would be... Can you imagine that? I know. Oh, yeah. two idols. oh, God. But um, I hope he doesn't. I hope he plays one and he still keeps one for further in the game. So Simon's playing really well. He's impressive, actually. What do you think, Shan? I think 
Simon is relentless. Like, underestimate him at your own peril. He will do anything to win, even at the challenges and at the game at large. I can't understand why they voted out a member of their alliance in Benny for what seemed like, I guess, quite a small and specific challenge loss. It felt like at that point, if you're voting out a member of your alliance for that, how is anyone in your alliance safe if they just screw up slightly in a challenge? So I have to give all the credit to Simon that he got them to turn on one of their own, to flip in that moment, to cause a little bit of chaos. Now they don't have the numbers to split the vote and he has two idols. I think it was a massive misstep from the broad majority. The only thing but is Simon, uh, no, sorry, Benny exposed himself. He by, did. Yeah, exposed himself in front of Gerald and that yeah. is a big thing because if you tell someone and you've got a corks group yep. and he's exposed his own core group to the opposition... That's like, you can't come back from that because it's like, well, I've told you in privacy and you've just spilt the whole secret to right. the group and that could cost someone else a game. So I completely understand why kicking up him. They might think of, well, we'll bring Simon in and swap, but it still looks like Simon's still on the outside. I think the lesson to be learned here is you don't upset a champion woodchopper because you will get chopped. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly no, what I happened. mean, that is... That is what happened. But, like, Luke, I mean, he was a liability. He had yeah. spilled some beans. He should have been the, the secondary plan. He earned that for himself. Yeah. But do you really think it was worth getting rid of him compared to Simon, who's, like, openly against you, who is such, as we've seen, like, he really does have some skills. He now has two idols to, to weaken your own majority off these small slights. Oh. Like, really? Yeah, so so what happens is is out there, sometimes you, it is better to play with the stronger players because you know they can hold a secret. They can play uh, with you. So that's why I'd be thinking save Simon and bring him into the group and get rid of Benny. But obviously it hasn't... It looks like they're still slowly targeting him. But I see that there's the idea that Benny was a liability. Mm. Like, he was he was a player that could potentially just, you know, play a game and, and spill secrets and stuff and slowly keep working his way to the end where you're like, you want to build a core group when it comes to merge. And I think Simon would be a better brawn to stick with, go merge, than Benny that can't even hold a secret and is, you know, is ruining the tribe. And also, this is a small thing, but when you're out there, is like, when you are so keen to play this game, like you're a Survivor fan, yeah. you're out there, you're fighting for your life and someone's just sitting there and doesn't really care, that we'll get gone. Yeah. Like, because we're all here to live out a dream, to try to win. We're all sitting there and I understand, but Benny should have fought. He didn't fight. It didn't seem like he wanted it as much as Simon. And that's what it came down to. Simon wanted more. He stayed in. Great for Simon. Benny should have fought. And I hope that, you know, uh, or I don't hope, but I'm, he'll probably regret it now, I'm sure. Like Shannon, yeah. Luke just loves him, um, Simon, because they have the same speedos. Um, <laughs> now, look, when Joey visited the Braun camp, do you think he spilled too many secrets about his own tribe? Luke, would you have done that? As soon as I seen they picked Joey, I thought, mm, I would rather stay at camp. Because I would hate to get put on the spot. Oh, yeah, because everyone mistrusts you when mm, you come back. Exactly. I would be more inclined to pull people aside one-on-one -on -one and say, look, oh, I'm happy to talk to you, but let's have a chat one-on-one -on -one, because I want to know what's happening over here. Yeah. I'm not just coming and spilling everything. Let's see where the dynamics land on your side and I, I can do a bit of give and take. Yeah. So, yeah, I disagree with just being caught out and letting the whole group just ask you questions you can fire back. He did try to dance around it a little bit. But he still answered well, with the issue, like, what had happened. So it's, it's a hard thing to be in, isn't it? Because you don't want to give away too much, but yet you want to be attractive to the other tribe in case of merge. Yeah. So you do want to be like him on that yeah. sense. So well, yeah. Joey has, has admitted quite often that, you know, the Joey charm. <laughs> the jo Yeah, baby. Like, you know, he's really pushing hey, that. Hey, Shannon, don't you think that um, Luke, is, <laughs> Luke um, and Joey are quite alike? I see it. I feel like 
Joey's Luke light. Like some of the things Joey was saying, I was like, I could close my eyes and see Luke right now. But look, <laughs> let's Joey's go, Joey. In, but he's in a good spot, right? Like he's at the top of the majority on brains, and like I, they have barely spent any time together. They're on different tribes. But him and Simon, I can just see it. They're like a match made in Alliance Heaven, and I think Simon is going ahead. He's gonna wreck the Braun tribe with his idols and these other possible connections. And I think Joey's the guy to do it with. Yeah, personally, I think you're a lot more like Emmett and his bike shorts. Anyway, um, <laughs> brains keep losing reward challenges. So, Luke, um, how important is winning a reward challenge in Survivor? How important is it getting a lamington into your stomach? Uh, look, it uh, definitely builds morale. It helps you build your strength for, you know, f future challenges. But immunities are the ones you want. And I think that's the focus uh, and that's where you should really be they're the ones you want to win. Yeah. So it's great to have lamingtons, it's great to have coffee and blankets, um, but I think the immunities is the focus, so um, that's where it should be. Chalk milk and hot sun is not good. OK, quick one. Um, OK, lamingtons or toasties? Go. Toast. You're out there, you're starving. Toasties. Shan, lamingtons or toasties? I don't like lamingtons. I didn't think that was a very good reward. Yeah, I'm, not a big I'm sorry. I, I'm not, maybe not a good Australian. I like toasties. I thought that looked good. Um, mm. But just like lamington, like give them some, I don't know, some... Protein? I don't know. Shannon's getting deported after this episode. <laughs> I'm not getting fired, at least. Now, an unlikely alliance has formed between Baden and George. Um, is it good to keep your friends close and your enemies closer, Luke? Look, I think the, the situation between Baden and George is really quite special. I think Baden has actually shown to be a, a quite impressive player in the fact that he's great at challenges. He, he seems to be, as much as he's on the outs, he's still liked around camp. Yep. George has actually nearly put the fear of God in him to say that I'm the best player. Yeah. Like, play with me. Like, how, how does someone that he hates has now... He's, George has come... Um, Baden has realised that George has actually has good survivor knowledge. And maybe because Baden doesn't, he's realised, oh, I'm going to attach myself to this guy because he might take me further in the game, well, which is quite impressive to see Baden um, really look through the personality dynamics yeah. and actually see that it's good for his game, which is a, what makes a great player. So well, it, you know, me. it's like one of those people... I think everyone at every workplace has one of those people um, at work where you um, uh, like work really well with them, but like, you would rather not hang out with them outside... You know? Yeah, it's so, kind of like us like after this. Oh, no, we're best friends and we have pizza <laughs> sleepovers. Shannon, what do you think? Oh, I love this pairing. What an odd couple. Like, who could have possibly thought that these two people who were so against each other, fighting over challenges, that George is criticising Baden even though he'd won his part in the challenge. Like, there's been no love lost. But their perspectives, both of them, were great on it. The fact that Baden says no one would see it coming and George says it doesn't really matter how they feel about each other. They don't have much else. It's an alliance of necessity. Now the way is turned and Kara is out of the tribe, they actually only have each other, which to me is a storyline I'm absolutely following. Uh, it's, you know, why does say a lot of relationships start? It's just settling, isn't it? Just <laughs> settling. <laughs> For the first time, Wei worked against her usual alliance. This was full on, I thought. How do you think this is going to affect her game? Because I was dirty on her for doing this. Well, I was. I want to hear what Shannon has Shannon. to say. Because Shannon's, I reckon, we're going to give us the right no. info. Look, I can see parts of it. It'll get you to a swap. It gets you in with the majority. And it didn't seem like she was really feeling it so much more with George, that he was a liability. Some of the 
interactions he was having, some of the emotionality he was showing. It seems they didn't really vibe. And maybe she even felt a little blackmailed that he had saved her in the first tribal council. So I understand if your connections aren't that strong with your smaller alliance, just going to a bigger group. But I think like my heart hurt because A, like that was so painful to watch it happen to George because he seemed to be feeling it. And also she just was like such a last minute addition to this majority that they put her in even as not even a swing vote, but a swing vote just to split. Like, you know that they don't really care about you, but it was self-preservation but it killed me to see it. You know what? Way is interesting, isn't she? Because I felt like she... she, I feel like she exists on the kindness of people. She sits out on a lot of her challenges. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everyone is, I think, very gentle with her. But yet, what great gameplay for everyone to be so gentle with you but you to do something that actually can be seen as quite ruthless. Yeah. I don't understand on the last vote they would vote for Mitch when Mitch was voting for George. Like, take her out rather than Mitch. That's how I felt. I was like, why yeah. are they not taking her? Um, but anyways... After no, I anyways. <laughs> no, but, well, I mean, I, I think that that's like a running theme of this season, I think, of these majorities maybe getting a little cocky and taking out people they don't need to who could be a number for them. We saw it with Janelle, for example. We saw it with Benny. We've seen it with Mitch. And then the next episode, they're struggling to get way in so they can split the vote. You could have split the vote with Mitch had you voted Way or Baden or Kara out, these allies for George last time. So I don't know why they went to Mitch first. Super I confused. think it was a big move, but you lost a potential number who was willing to work with you. I'd have to say, though, I really liked the fact that Way just told him to his face, oh, I don't know if I'm going to keep with you. Well, <laughs> That was, oh, was like, Way. That, that's another reason. Yeah. I, I really feel like, um, yeah, like Way would be on my radar to be... Um, Your waiter. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh my god, this is only starting. I hope Way stays in with the entire thing. This is going to be a beautiful uh, I journey. Think, I think that she, um, I hope she just doesn't, you know, make her way through. She was, I could see, quite upset. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did I just say wait? No, through? you did. You, <laughs> did it again. you did. You said no. But no, I, I get it. It was emotional. It was an emotional decision. But for her, like, she's a seventh now. Is that a good spot to be? And she's burned a couple of people still in the game. Like, I don't know if she has an ally or a friend in the game at this point. Well, look, I need a way out of this conversation. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We have an exclusive interview with the Brains Tribe mate Mitch coming up. After this. Welcome back to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. This week, the Puppet Master got the chance to chat with Brains Tribe mate Mitch about his time on Survivor. Take a look. Welcome, Mitch. Appreciate you coming on. It's good to meet a uh, true hero of the game. Ah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it was, uh, well, uh, you know, I have lost twice, but um, that's something now we have in common. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. I, I think that um, it, it binds us together. That's yeah, good. we are. I feel like we're, yeah, we're, we're a little bit closer. Where, where are you based right now? I'm in Brizzy. I'm in Brisbane. Brizzy. Okay. I used to travel over there a little bit. So uh, yeah, when we could all travel, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, good times. Good times. Those memories. All right, I'll get into it. So I got one for you. Um, George was wary from you from day one. Why do you think that was? Um. Yeah. Look, I don't know. Even now that I've seen it, I'm like, was he wary of me or did he not like me? One of those two things. Um, I think that when I watched the, particularly the first episode back, I got the sense that he didn't really like me, which is totally fine. Um, I think that people are allowed to not like each other. Um, 
he seemed to think I was, um, or certainly it seemed like I was the authoritarian member of the tribe, um, leader, I guess. Um, it's definitely not a role I wanted. I, I was desperate desperate not to be um, made any form of leadership in, in, in Survivor. I mean, it's a quick way. As soon as you put your head up, you get it chopped off. So, which is, I mean, this is really just showing that that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so perhaps George didn't like that. I also think there's just a chance he just, he didn't like me or there was some complex feelings there that I don't truly understand. Um, but I totally respect that. People don't have to like each other. Yeah, so a bit of a, a personality clash kind of early on. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. And before that first tribal, um, I thought George was really nice. Um, everyone liked him. He was funny. Everyone liked his jokes. Uh, and it was only at the tribal that I felt that, ironically, when he was calling everyone else out as being fake, um, that I thought, well, George, no one saw this coming. We were all a bit unsure if you're fake. Uh, and so at that stage, I sort of started becoming very wary of George. But uh, up until that point, I um, thought he was a nice guy. Oh, wow. So he must have played it down quite a lot yeah. in camp. So in the first two days in camp, it was a different George. There was there's, there was like pre and post tribal George. There was the pre nice George and then the post whatever you want to call George after that. I, you know, I'll leave other people to fix labels. Yeah, yeah, okay, because you did look really surprised in tribal. And um, so I was just wondering what was going through your mind, you know, as that played out and he played his advantage. Yeah, I've, um, I've always known that my eyebrows are my weakness because they can be quite expressive. And so I think I had a single eyebrow raise and, and JLP noticed that uh, quickly picking up my perhaps surprise. Um, look, I it was a bit unprecedented, I thought. I, I mean, I haven't watched all the American sort of stuff, but um, the idea of... Uh, an advantage of that scale in the first tribal council. I just, I said it, I said it at the time. I'm like option A and option B for me, both walked out the door. So I am, uh, yeah, I was not prepared with an option C. Yeah. yeah you've always got to have an option C, D and E. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I have option C through F, I think at least. Uh, so I, um, I definitely, I don't know that I even learned from that experience. Cause I can't say going into the next tribal council, I had a uh, dynamic plan at that point either. <laughs> Um, but that's, that's okay. It's, it was, uh, it was maybe an opportunity for other people to learn from my mistake. Uh, do you think that it was a big mistake, George, playing that advantage? Uh, look, I mean, as the guy who's just been kicked out, I, I feel like I don't want to offer criticism of people who've done better than me. Um, I thought at the time that it seemed like a bad move because he was actually really well liked in camp. He went from being very popular in camp. Uh, in fact, I was the only person to, I think, raise his name before Tribal Council. I'm like, geez, he's a super fan. You always got to be wary of the super fans. Everyone was like, no, George is great. We love George. And, um, and it was only uh, having played that advantage in the way that he did it, that everyone seemed to turn on him quite, you know, somewhat viciously with the exception of way that is. Mm. So how did it feel to be blindsided by your own alliance? <sighs> yeah, look, I think, again, this is all in retrospect, but like, I think I was trying to play off the middle too much. I was trying not to stick with one alliance or the other. Um, so the idea that I was in with um, Joey, Andrew, Georgia and, um, and Laura, it, it, that's, that's not really the case. I was on the bottom of that alliance. And so I was either going to be on the bottom of that alliance or I was going to be somewhere in the other alliance. Mm. And so by playing off the middle, having two sides fight, I, I screwed myself a little bit there. Um, getting blindsided by them, 
that was perfectly predictable. Ultimately, they were always going to blindside me. It was just a matter of time. I didn't think it was going to happen that early and I didn't think they were going to have the numbers because I thought Hayley and, uh, and Rachel were would have, I don't know, given me a heads up or mm. um, let me know that I was in trouble. Uh, and, and they, I mean, they, the, they were the ultimate blindsiders. They were the ones yeah. that truly surprised me. Uh, and so, you know, who would have thought that a, a pain specialist and a, and a, a expert in bullying would be so good at, at, at getting someone uh, with a blind side? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's because I was, I was very curious to think that, you know, was it a good move by Joey, maybe picking off someone in his own alliance? Time will tell. Like I'm, I'm so keen to see this show moving forward because like, if I consider myself, you know, a member of strength that I contributed in challenges um, and they've gotten rid of me, I would love to see um, the brains suffer from my loss. But of course, that's just schadenfreude. I just want to enjoy <laughs> that, you know, that, that they put themselves in this position. But chances are, look, they're a pretty robust tribe. And I think that as sad as it will be for me, they'll probably do perfectly fine with me gone. And, and uh, that'll make me a little bit sad personally. But what are you going to do? Um, oh. I would have liked to not to have been me blindsided at that point in time. In fact, so much so that I thought there's better options to blindside here. Don't blindside me. But they went for it. And yeah, <laughs> good for them. I, uh, I was very surprised. Were you, were you, um, do you ever feel like that you could have worked with George at all? There's a moment uh, where on the way to a on the well, George talks to me. He tells me how I should vote. And with everything that had happened, it was in that moment that I said to him, George, yep, let's work together. But of course, in my head, I'm like, never in my life, never. And I'm like, my vote is on you, George, and nowhere else. And I'm like, so again, don't be rigid going into tribal council. You want to be open and dynamic. Don't be stuck putting a vote in one place. That's a, that's a bad strategy. Uh, it might feel righteous, but it will probably get you thrown out. Yeah. I, I do like that you still agreed with him. Well, to his. Because, I mean, the game is agreeing yeah. people to their face, right? That's and some people don't. Some people don't. They actually run off and go, no way. And, you know, and, and uh, so you were able to play that situation okay. I would have, yeah. So, like, yeah. I felt really good about that. And I just regret... I just regret not going into tribal council and just exploding, like just going, <laughs> and you're all going for division. None of you, and George is breaking us all apart <laughs> and you're just letting him do it. <laughs> I wish I'd done that. And that's my only regret. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not a, yeah, that's a small regret then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, look, I, I go out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, um, I, I was curious that when you would roll up to challenges as a brain tribe, were you kind of intimidated with the size of, you know, the Braun tribe when you're going into wrestling matches and et cetera? Uh, as a guy who was picked up and carried like a small child, um, <laughs> I think it's relatively obvious that there was uh, some mismatching there. Um, uh, I've since found out he was, uh, he was a few grades below me in school, um, which is just a fun fact, just fantastic. One of the kids that was, you know, hanging around the playground a few years younger than me is now carrying me like a, like a toddler um, over to his side of the court. Um, there was definitely a mismatch. Um, I mean, they were younger. They were maybe not faster, but they were definitely stronger. Um, and so every challenge, we felt like we were on the back foot. Um, and so, but you know, that said, particularly in the immunities, at least for the ones I was there, um, we worked so well together, um, that it, 
it didn't matter. Like, you know, we, I genuinely think that first one, it came down to a couple of misses on the, sh- on the last shot, but we beat them to the end. And, uh, and then with uh, obviously the immunity, the fifth one where uh, we, we lose and I go, um, you know, we, we worked pretty well together. Um, there was one person maybe who held us back in that challenge. I can't remember who that was. Um, might've been a guy, white hat. I, I don't remember though. Can't remember. Oh, that's good. Um, all right. So there's some big players in the game. Uh, who do you think they should look out for? Who, who's the big players in the game that you you think that are going to be, you know, going good? I, um, I mean, in, in the brains, um, I think, I think Georgia is a huge threat. I mean, I don't want to use like snake in the grass sounds evil. Um, I just think she's, she's deceptive. Uh, and I think she'll probably do reasonably well. Um, I was really, I really liked um, uh, the uh, tribal where Benny went out. Um, Simon, I thought played really well. Um, like, I mean, essentially he was going out and he's managed to flip it. Um, so like good on him, you know, if he can continue those kind of moves, he might make it pretty far. Um, and then, uh, you know, I've always got to throw credit to the two people who stabbed me in the back silently, you know, like, like a, like a sweet embrace and, and they, you know, lowered me to the ground as I, you know, fell into a deep slumber, um, Rachel and Haley, I mean, good players <laughs> um all right so if you could play survivor again you did say that you would blow up at the final trouble but other than that what would you do differently uh i mean it's probably let me think everything um is everything a reasonable answer can i can i give that answer uh you can <laughs> no, I'll, 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 I'll narrow it down to two things so the two things i do differently um i knew going into this game don't get stuck on principle it makes your game rigid. It doesn't let you be free flowing. So like I got stuck heavily on principle. So the idea of like, get rid of the person who's sowing division, that was like me. Right. And of course, ultimately I go home as a result of that. So don't get stuck on principle. This is a game. It's not about principles. Um, And then the second thing is avoid leadership like the plague. So in my defense, I led in the challenges at the request of the tribe, I said only if unanimously people are okay with me doing it because they wanted someone to talk during the challenges. We didn't want too many voices. It works better when you've got one at the top. And so I did that, but like, and I knew the moment it happened on like day one or whatever, I was like, oh no, no, this is exactly what you said you'd avoid. Oh no, oh, don't open that door. No, oh God, he's going to get you. And so, um, yeah, that was, that was another big mistake that I knew I would make. I made it. I watched it happen and continue to happen. And I seemingly was, yeah, I was like in a state of paralysis to actually fixing it. it it's so funny. Uh, it's like a third person. You're watching it. I happen. know. No, no, no. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Like the whole time. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. All right. So from here on out, um, who do you think will be crowned the sole survivor? I gave I gave the answer. You've got um, quite a lot of people to pick from. <laughs> walking out of trouble. I'm pretty sure I said Haley. I'm pretty sure I said Haley. Look, Haley, she's got all the threats. Her social game is outrageous. Um, her ability just to sit and listen patiently with everyone with checks, just something like sneaky, impressive. Um, but she's also a massive physical threat. Like, there's no challenge she hasn't dominated, um, and. Uh, I think, like, you know, she's pretty likable. So um, I'd probably put her as my likely candidate for Soul Survivor. 
Awesome. Oh, thanks for that, Mitch. That was um, hey, that was actually a really good interview. I appreciate that. I actually wish you really got um, more time in the game. I, I really I can think... say the same thing about you, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Even just four more votes on that last one would have been. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It would have been fine. If I if I could have kept you in the game, I would have kept you. Ah, good man. Uh, thank thanks for um, you know, tuning in today, Mitch, and um, hopefully we uh, we can look forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I'll see you at um, uh, season uh, 14, Second Chances. Is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, surely I'll get Second Chances. Yeah. I mean, and they're going to bring us back, the two of us. Well, I'll be Third Chance. Was there a Third Chance season? How about they'll call it Survivor Additional Chance? It's not like just, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, at least we're all covered. Yeah. We're all yeah, covered. Right. I mean, because, I mean, you've got to give Australia what they want, right? <laughs> awesome. Oh, thanks for that, Mitch. Uh, Awesome chatting to you. Uh, Look forward to the rest of the show. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Welcome back. As we saw, Luke spoke to Dr Mitch about his time in Survivor. Now, Shannon, what do you think about being a team leader like Mitch in the first couple of weeks? What's the pros and cons of that? There aren't a lot of pros, I'm going to say that. Like, it's the kind of thing where you know you shouldn't do it, but maybe it's a bit of ego. Maybe it's just who you are naturally in life. You're at the top of your field professionally, and you want to be a leader. But I don't think in Survivor, people aren't going to be grateful to you, as we clearly saw with Mitch. People aren't going to like it. You stick out like a sore thumb, and you might get burned on that. Uh, So, But the thing that I found about Mitch when he was sort of naturally got the leadership role was you can either be humble or arrogant. I think he erred on the side of arrogant. What do you think, Luke? Uh, Yeah, agree. You know, I feel like people have just met you and you're getting told to do something. You know, George took offence to it really early on, um, to go get some sticks, to go get something, getting told, oh, what I should do. Like, how about, you know... um, you know, talk to me in a little bit different manner or, or asked, do you need help with something? That's There's a total different way of telling someone to do something or do you need help with something? So it's it's such a social game, especially in the first um, couple, you know, days, 10 yeah. days. Uh, and I feel like Mitch probably played it a bit wrong. I shudder to think how many rashes Mitch was showing during his time <laughs> on Survivor. Uh, Joey pulled off the Mitch blind side. Is Joey one to look out for? Do you think this makes him the new team leader, Shan? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... I don't know if he's the team leader, but he's clearly at the head of the hierarchy. We've talked about... We don't think it was necessarily a great move to get rid of Mitch, who was voting with you or was prepared to vote with you, but... I do think, like, he's clearly got some good numbers together. He's absolutely ruling the roost over there. And as I've said, he has, I think, some options on the Braun tribe. So I think Joey is building a bit of an empire. Now, Luke, what do you think? Yeah, look, Joey speaks up and he seems like he's, you know, exactly what Shannon said. She's he's getting a bit of a group together. Uh, it was noticed, you mm. know, it has been noticed that his group and his little um, tribe is, or his group of alliances is actually steaming forward. But he's also, you know, winning at the at, at tribal council. So he's also taken that. I think that he's... Um, Good position to make it to merge. And as we know, um, Joey is this year's Luke. Uh, <laughs> a lot has happened to George this week. Uh, his idol was flushed. He's lost Kara and looks like he's lost way. Now, where does he go from here? Well, George has been on the bottom a few times. So it's George. I expect big things. <laughs> I think that from here, he... 
he has to get a tribe swap. <laughs> he needs a twist, which is where we're looking around that time. You know, there, yep. there could be another tribe swap coming. So I think timing is everything, and I think that his timing might just work out for him. I cannot have George lead this show. I can't. And like I've said yeah. before, I will have. I will, I will be okay with cameramen throwing idols at him. What do you think, Shan? I would have said that there was no way he was going to survive this week, let alone with them going to two tribal councils and he lost his idol. I thought he was out the door. And I think that now. I think that, if, as Luke said, he doesn't get a swap or some sort of advantage. He's out. And I'm sure he'll prove me wrong again because George, King George has nine lives in this game. I'm absolutely here for it. I have no idea with any expertise how he's going to do it, but I'm looking forward to watching it happen. If anyone can do it, George can. Now, Cara took a big risk playing her idol for George. Would you have done the same, Luke? Because I was like, what are you doing? She, look, she kept the rotten egg in the, in the carton. Oh. <laughs> that was a horrible Luke. analogy, yeah. wasn't it? She's like, oh, I hope you sleep well tonight. But yeah. I, um, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's those moments in Survivor is, is what makes Survivor so great. Um, I know you agree with me too, Shannon, because when she said, um, I'm a mum, Oh, yeah. I'm a mum. That was so beautiful. Now, how do we think Kara will fit into the Braun tribe? That was a twist, wasn't it, Shan? I mean, Kara's not necessarily Braun. Kara is all heart. Like, she didn't take a risk here. She self-sacrificed for George. It's something that, like, on your season, Luke, on your first season, the Tarzan did for Tess. And that is just, like, a special type of human, and it's beyond the game. So, look, any of the Braun tribe would be lucky to have an ally like that. And they're so divided and looking for numbers. I think she's going to have her absolute pick. And honestly, she deserves it because it was just such a beautiful human moment. Let her go and be the queen of brawn, I say. You don't like what happened at the end, do you? Oh, look, I do not like it, but Kara is exceptional and I would love to see she her more of her. She's a mum. anyone did. She's a mum. Look, unfortunately, <laughs> the show must end here. But before we go, Shannon, would you give a trophy for the biggest play this week? Milady. I'm going to have to give it to Simon. Like, I still disagree with you, Luke. I think whatever Benny, whatever liability he was, was tomorrow's problem. Simon was a problem for today, and he has shown it. He somehow convinced him away from a fairly logical play and then found two idols. He is an absolute menace to the Brawns. He deserves every bit of it, and he would get my trophy of the week. Luke, quickly. Simon. Simon. I'm agreeing. Done. Same speedo, see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, a big thank you to Luke and Shannon for joining us again. Keep watching Australian Survivor Sundays, Mondays and Tuesdays at 7.30 on 10. And a new Australian Survivor Talking Tribal episode will drop every Tuesday night on 10 Play on your favourite podcast app. Now, before we go, here's your little sneak peek into next week's episode of Australian Survivor. Bye for now. Geez, on what's an upwards? Holy guacamole! I don't even know what to say. I can't even deal. I thought it was all over for sure. I think it's an amazing twist. <laughs> that I don't know the way to yet. Still working my way through. I'm thinking, how am I going to be received into the Braun tribe? Who knows what's going to happen next? Oh, 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 oh shit! <laughs>